0: Check out We Are Calvin, football podcast in association with McAvoy Supervalue Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range, in store today. Quality products at one toward the price of branded labels. McAvoy's Supervalue Virginia.
1: Support. I might do, I might uh, one one two. It on this.
0: Club V is Calvin's best over 21s entertainment venue. With state-of-the-art lighting and sound system, VIP room with bar, as well as a cocktail bar. Outdoor heated and fully seated smoking area so you can sit, relax and take time to catch up with friends. Club V opens every Saturday night and by holiday Sunday at 11pm. To find out more about Club V and our upcoming events, follow us on Twitter or become a fan on Facebook. Club V Virginia at the Riverfront Hotel.
2: Imagine your wedding day with unparalleled service, commanding views and mature grounds on one of Ireland's most beautiful family-run countryside estates. Located on our private shores of Loch Sheelan, Crover House Hotel in Cavan offers a personal service to each couple. A limited number of 2016 wedding packages are still available. Call 049 8540206 today. Our unique location for your unique occasion. Crover House Hotel.
0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the We Are Cavan post-match show, live from Kingspan Brethney Park, brought to you by McAvoy Supervalue, Virginia, uh, delighted to be joined up here in the press room by the Cavan manager, Terry Highland, after another Hello, victory, a wonderful victory, scoring 117, creating a massive amount of chances, but most importantly, continuing on winning ways.
2: Yeah, we're, we're delighted to get the result, I suppose we were a bit nervy in the second half, and we made maybe uncharacteristic mistakes that we hadn't been making in the last few games but I suppose the good thing about that it gives us something to work on going forward
0: Yeah, well I suppose there is is that to work on second half, a lot of missed opportunities as you said but conditions weren't ideal very, very heavy shower rain in that first half and and very strong wind but scoring 1-9 in that first half against such a strong wind and in such heavy conditions you have to be happy with
2: Yeah, but that's probably the foundation the victory was built on because you know, we felt that that was the way it was going to be again the wind, that we, you know, kept driving that wedge in and it gave us an opportunity at ha- second half. We probably sat back a little bit and tried to defend that in the second half which is not the way we set ourselves out to be but as we subconsciously so inclined to do that.
0: Yeah, I suppose it's, it's it's almost come into the game. Looking across uh, the, the the team and the substitutes that come on, 11 different scorers, so it's not the case where we're just relying on, as some people have said, one or two, Grodin McCairn or Shawnee Johnson. There's a great spread of scorers coming from this Cavan team at the minute.
2: Yeah, well, again, it's something we work on in training, and I suppose it's, it's all about backing yourself and having the belief, you know, I mean, you'll probably find that some of them lads are playing as backs rather than as forwards, but... You get in the you know target area. We back lads to go for the score, and you know it's a, it's, it's, it's sometimes
0: it's a reactionary thing. It's when you second guess yourself that's when it, time the miss comes. Yeah, lo- looking over the, uh, the the performance again, another wonderful display by Raymond Galligan. I I have to ask you this: like a year ago, Raymond Galligan coming in, he wasn't the goalkeeper for the club. He hadn't really played a lot of goalkeeping, but he's come on so so well in goals. Like it's it's been it's been a phenomenal turnaround. You know, it, it's great credit to whoever's working with him.
2: Yeah, well, look, I suppose Ray's done a lot of work himself as well, you know what I mean, it's something to change Ed, from playing as an inter county corner forward, you know, it's a number of years ago, kicking, I think it was 9 or 10 points yeah. to go back in then to be the, the you know, the, the shot stopper, but I suppose kick outs is the most important thing that Ray has brought
0: to us and, you know, he, he, we can set up our attacks from forward out the field based on the back of that, you know. Yeah, the the kickouts from Leash were coming. It was a, a nice short one-two some of the time. But Ray has brought the, the kick-outs that he can deliver a ball 30, 40, 50 yards like through the eye of a needle, which is a huge, huge advantage. But everybody knew his kicking was always good. It's a shot-stopping ability that has improved in, in unbelievable. He's made two brilliant saves here again today. Yeah, well, I suppose that's probably what he, he practices most. Is the shot
2: stopping part of it? Because, th- you know, he has the art of kicking coming in and he has that in his army from before. Um, that was, dare I say, it's probably his job to do those shots. <laughs> That's what he's there for. But, you know what I mean, he has been playing well and we can't take that away from him.
0: Looking ahead next Sunday, you take on Galway here in Kingsman and Breffley Park. It's a promotion game. It's it's as good as championship. They drew today against Fermanagh over in Toome. Um is that a positive or a, or a negative for Cav? It doesn't really matter. We have to go and get a result. It's the simplest answer. You, know what I mean?
2: you, you, you can never go and walk on the fine margins and say that a draw do you? We have to win and we have to win, and that's the simplest answer. They have to come here, and we have to take the result of it.
0: Thanks, ben Breffney. And look, I, again, i let you go after this one, but th- at the start of the year, people were looking at Division 2 and saying that it's going to be tough to stay in Division 2. Now you've put the Cavan team in the position of, in the hunt of promotion. How big of an achievement would you see it is for these young fellas and yourselves to go on and gain that promotion?
2: Well, I think it's just another step on the ladder for them. I hope they push it on next week and do that. To and if you want to talk about promotion, we'll talk about half of the game next week. But... <coughs> Look, we probably were in the same scenario going into the game we can meet last year maybe not just a strong position going into it but we still need a result we need a result last year we didn't get it we still need a result next week and it's as simple as that so we just take it one game at a time until we achieve what we
0: have achieved you know then yeah wonderful stuff Terry thanks very much for taking the time to talk to us here on We Are Calvin, and best of luck next week hopefully it's a happy Terry we're talking to Kelly's always happy. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take a quick commercial break. Then we're going to be joined by Paul Fitzpatrick and Mickey Brennan for more reaction here Looking from Kingsman Bradley Park. match to catch up on the crack and discuss the game. Why not call into Michael Mooney at the Sleeve Ross Bar, College Street in Cavan Town? The so Sleeve Ross is famed for its warm, friendly atmosphere and great pints. So drop into Michael and staff today. You won't be disappointed. Romar Energy. Offer the best energy solutions for your home and business. We offer
2: A-rated condensing boilers for gas and oil, solar thermal water heating systems and cost-effective systems for generating heat. So if
0: you want us to help you cut your fuel bill by 50%, check out romarenergy.ie. Romar Energy. Working towards a greener planet. Celtic Warrior, crafted pale ale from the Highland Brewing
2: Company. Born of the land in the hills of Breffney, our beer is crafted with our Celtic legacy in mind. Find us on Facebook. Enjoy Celtic Warrior responsibly and visit drinkaware.ie.
0: Welcome back folks to Kingsman Brefley Park for the post match show on wearecaven.com brought to you by McAvoy Super Value in Virginia joined by the sports editor of the Anglo Celt Paul Fitzpatrick and of course Mickey Brennan, my co-commentator on Northern Sound Paul, just getting your reaction after that um, look again it was, it was a good game to get a win from, maybe not the perfect performance but still, having gone out scoring 117 it's, it's great to see Cavan attacking so much
3: Oh, brilliant. I mean it was it was a it was a, a great attacking performance but I suppose there was definitely a few issues that you'd have. I'd say when they look back the video there'd be some things they were won't be happy with. Like I thought I thought the legs went a little bit in the third quarter and when they brought in the fresh legs maybe had things. At one stage I looked for where Leash were were lumping in the high ball and Tony Kingston and when Calvin looked to break out there were seven or eight Calvin men across in front of Rondi and they were all just standing there and they were all wrecked and weren't able to join the attack. There was another couple of times where Jack Brady got isolated in there and did brilliantly mm. to work a score. So I thought maybe the legs went a wee bit, which had, uh, which we know that the fitness is in their legs, but it's probably a t- tough, heavy pitch and a lot I of rain. W-
0: I wonder, was it more that what Terry had just said to us here in the interview a moment ago, that maybe it was the mindset instead of the legs, as in, oh, just don't concede now. Maybe, maybe that, because I wouldn't think it's fitness, Mickey, well, uh, personally.
1: Probably not not probably not fitness as such, but um, I, would, I, I would say that having had the two or three week break that they're after having, they would have done a lot of hard training over the last couple of weeks because you're still at this stage of the year you have to have one eye on the championship you know and um, al- although it is fantastic to be putting yourself in the hunt for promotion to division one next week you know the, everybody thinks of championship as being the number one uh, goal and winning an Ulster championship so um, you know I, I would think that they've done a lot of hard work in the last couple of weeks and uh, you know maybe they were tired a little bit coming towards the end of that uh, last turn but then uh, I at that stage we actually when we were commentating uh, we did say that they had come with to, Leash had come to within three points of Calvin at that stage and we were like the, the crowds even started there was a little bit of grumbling and a little bit of you know, whispering and stuff, nervousness. Nervousness. Uh, you could really t- cut the tension in the crowd. Then we said, like, if they could just get another point or two on the board, it, it'll settle the nerves. And then all of a sudden, up pops, um, I think it was Garo McKiernan, He stuck over there. Yeah, I think we went 15 minutes without a score yeah, around that time. Yeah, we Mickey. We went 14 so minutes without a score from so the 10 t- to the 24th. Minute. A
3: little bit of panic probably crept in, and you know, ten wides in the second half told mm-hmm. its old story. But uh, I mean, w- f- we're just picking out a couple of things. Overall, you would have to say it's a positive. Any can't score 117 and don't concede a goal and a big must-win game and win it through, it's, it's a huge positive like there were some great performances in the first half and the second half there were some great performances but j- I just thought that as you said probably the heavy training has caught up to them a little bit I'd like to hear your your thoughts because we're sitting on opposite ends we weren't talking the whole game on ki- the Killian Clark um the only Kingston battle someone came up to me and said Killian Clark had a brilliant game there and he did have a great game but it was a great battle and Kingston you couldn't say Kingston had a bad game either That's it, yeah. it was yeah. a great battle it I was I an old fashioned battle st-
1: I would still say that Killian Clark won the battle because th- in fairness he's a full back and they didn't score a goal so you know that, that would have been but the went as close as you could get yeah. they probably yeah. should have yeah. had a penalty
3: in fairness I thought it was a penalty where I was sitting on the far, far side, yeah, yeah. And then they, they had another goal chance where they hit the rattle of woodwork as well. But, uh. That,
1: good, that, that one came from a from... Galligan, Ray Galligan, like yeah. that was destined for the the the, the, the goals it was destined for the net until Ray Galligan got it. I think it w- he spread himself big, and I think it came off either as, as was uh, it. I didn't even co- I didn't see, oh yeah, that. Could see that. You could see you see the change in direction of the ball. And it just lifted and it hit, it hit the post well. And up he right made another
3: great save early in the second half as well. Now Galligan, Galligan has been a revelation there, as we said it before in the podcast, Damien. If Jim McGuinness turned around, identified the best ball striker in the county, and turned him into a goalkeeper, and he was showing that kind of form, he'd <laughs> be saying, Jim McGuinness is the Messiah. And Terry Island, those are the people that are probably not giving him the credit he deserves.
0: Yeah, t- in fairness, it was an unbelievable. Like, a, a good judgment and, and a good. Conscious decision to go. We were probably there for the start of his career in goals for Cavan. It was over in New York last year, but you could see little rumblings of what he was capable of doing. But at that stage, his shot stopping and, and his actual goalkeeping part wasn't that good. His kickouts were, were always pretty much excellent, um, bar a little bit of dip at the start of this season. But they, uh, they, they they've recovered brilliantly. But it was it was a brave brave move that's paying off dividends now.
1: Well, he was he was earmarked for um, uh, to play in goals from two thousand eleven. So he was, um, and it would have been at the start of 2012 when Terry and Val Andrews were over the team that they brought in uh, uh, three players that were um, outfield players. I was one of them, Ray Gallaghan was another, and um, there was another guy, I can't remember who the third one was, but we were down to play a challenge match against Loud over, uh, I think it was over near, um, near dock. And uh, we were all trying to get goals that day. And Ray Gallagher, like uh, that day, his striking of the ball was just phenomenal, you know. And, and it, it, it has been something that they've, you know, it wasn't just thought up in the last year or it was just a usher here, we'll with him with goals. This was a well thought out, uh, well planned uh, idea that they had. But as I said to you in there as well, you know. They, this, this, what's happening here today and next week? That's not just you know this year. This has been a plan. This has been a long term plan. The, a lot of managers come in and they've got a a, a very quick fix, a two year uh, plan or whatever, and things go all uh, asunder when that when that's over. But Terry and his team, they've they've they put a long term plan all, all together for for Calvin Football and. You know, and, and, and that's, it, it's, we're just
0: starting to see the fruits coming through. Yeah, we are indeed, Mickey. Mike might just give you the swap mics, because that one seems to be creating a bit of interference of some sort. That sounds a wee bit better now, um, hopefully. But yeah, look, looking back over. Yeah, it's definitely that mic, all right. Green like, <laughs> whatever the hell it happened. Um Yeah, just, just again, looking back over the game, Paul, I suppose we could try to pick out maybe man of the match. Uh, who stood out for you?
3: That's a, that's a tough one, Damien, because it, it was really a game of two halves. I did think Cavan were, were the better team throughout, even though in the first half, he had nine wides and four drop shorts. I felt Cavan should have been more than four points up going in a half-time. Cavan, Cavan, Ka- that sounds much better. Well done, <laughs> well done, Ricky. Cavan <laughs> <laughs> w- were the better team, I thought, um, in the first half, and should have gone in probably six or seven points up. We, we don't want to complain about referees all the time. Oh, my God, there was two or three decisions at the end of the first half, and if they had to come back and beat us, and that denied us promotion, you'd have to say... That was absolutely scandalous. Conor Minor, People, people yeah. have a have a complaint about Conor Minor that, that he doesn't stop Fella's coming through the centre. He's not a traditional centre. Can half. you blame him after that? What was he supposed to do? Yeah. Was he meant to jump jump out of the way? The player came at him. minus stood his ground. He met him with a shoulder shoulder to shoulder. Not alone did he give a free in, which resulted in a point, he gave yeah. he booked yeah. the fella. Yeah. It's scandalous. He gave another free then against Killian Brady, where he barely touched it, touched Fella. He gave three in a row, and they're all converted. And you know that was. That five or ten minutes lead up to half time was was what kept Leach in the game. If we had won in six or seven up, we could have won this game with twelve or thirteen points in my opinion. Yeah,
0: definitely so. And and credit credit to Connor Minor. Like as you say, he, he people have said that he he doesn't do enough on the defensive end, but it was a perfect shoulder, I can't blame a man now for not trying to go for a shoulder, because more often than not a referee will give a free against a man who hits a fair shoulder, now a fair shoulder is only legitimate if it is shoulder to shoulder, but that was perfect and against a big man, Donald Kingston is a monster of a man, Moina put him down with a shoulder and picks up a yellow card yeah, No, it's, it's, r-
3: it's completely wrong and like it's, it's not a thing that we're blaming the ref. we've, we've won the game, so we may as I well say it now, it's not sour grapes obviously, because we've won the game, no. but like Michael Edgar did kick a point that was wide. I was sitting mm-hmm. over on the right-hand side. It, wa- it was, Mickey. Where I was sitting, you had a, I had a real good view of it. I was about 40 or forty yards up the line from where we're sa- where here. And if anyone that's listening can imagine it, I was well to the right of the dugouts, almost t- as far right as you can go in the back of the stand. And th- it was definitely wide, no doubt about it. Like, and I turned around. Brendan Morton from Kingspan was beside me, and we were laughing. We were saying that was wide fairness, there was a reason the linesman called him in. The linesman had a view of it; and he knew it was wide. But the referee went in, spoke to his umpire, and the, the umpire, who would have had the worst view of it all, of all, said it was a point. You know.
0: See, the only the only question about it was, and again, you alluded to it on our last uh, post match show that Argue gives the umpires a nightmare because he lost the ball so high. It's just a matter of was it between them posts when it went over the line because it was way higher than the posts. Yeah. So it's a judgment call at that point. The umpire should have the best view from a, a, a line position, as in when it goes over the line, is it between the posts? Yeah, Whereas yeah. the linesman would have a, a good view of whether it's in the post. But once it goes above them, nobody has a completely accurate view. There's only one solution to that. Extend the post another 50 yards. Yeah, just, just <laughs> Put them up the higher.
1: Just for the game that, my, uh, that uh, Michael Argy was playing
0: in. Yeah, definitely, definitely. If anybody missed that comment, it was Mickey saying just for the games of Michael <laughs> Arthur <was laughs> playing. He's afraid of the mic at the minute, but that's probably because of his venture in Virginia last night. Anybody who met Mickey out last night in Virginia, very sorry for your troubles. If
1: you met me out in Virginia last night, could you
0: piece together my night for me, please? <laughs> Do you know, anyone
3: that would have been in Virginia, very went for a point if you had got a phone call. I can
0: think of one person anyway, but then look at Mickey. Mickey doesn't like to socialise, and he definitely doesn't like to socialise with that one person who lives in Virginia who yeah. might be on this podcast with <laughs> myself and Mickey at the moment. But anyway, Either. Mickey, go go and give us your man of the match. Who, or th- who did you give man of the match to? Oh, I didn't get round to it. Oh All right, okay. We talking about going for points. To make a long story <laughs> long. Um.
3: Well, let me, let me have a look at the programme, lads, and we'll, we'll, we'll try and pick, pick someone out. It's, it's, I- as I said, it was a tricky one to, p- to pick out. I thought Johnson's use to the ball was very good in the first half. He d- I don't think he actually got a shot off from play, though, but he, he, he laid off a lot of balls. He got a goal, yeah, he, 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 and he, he took the goal, <coughs> the I don't goal really was well.
1: For sure, you're not giving the man in the match to Parker Sullivan, the referee, anyway.
3: Uh, that's, that's <laughs> th- I thought he was really, really bad. I, if I had to give a man in the match, I'd give it to Garojo McCarron because I thought he, he was it he was a slow burner of a game for him. The mm. first 15 minutes, he wasn't really into it. Then he came in and got in the end of a couple of trademark moves. He fielded some good ball, and then he came up with, it, with that big score at the end when we really needed it. So, you know, I always think about Garoge McHareen. I had this argument with someone on, on St Patrick's Day. I had a few arguments with people on St Patrick's Day, <laughs> but <laughs> I had this one in particular. People were saying about Giroge, I was raving about Garoge McHareen and how good he is, and people were saying, "Oh, Garoge McHareen, he's 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 really good, but is he in, is he one of the absolute best in the country? He sometimes goes missing in games, but I think we're holding him to a higher standard than anyone else. Like if you n- notice, almost any game that Cavan play. In the indoor, or whoever the neutrals are, who only see Kevin a few times a year, he'd always get a great r- rating. If you d- had never seen George McHare and he came along there, you'd be raving about him. Yeah. So, I, I, in my opinion, he was man of the match.
0: Mickey, who would you give the the Mickey Brennan M O M M O T M man of that match? Okay. <laughs>
1: Well, look. I thought Ray Gallagher was excellent again in goals, Um, and then looking down through it, Killian Clark. We spoke about uh, his battle with uh, Donny Kingston. It was a wonderful uh, battle, and I thought he did very well. Paul Faulkner was outstanding again. Didn't put a foot wrong. Um, You know, he's Mister Consistent in there at the moment, and he's he's really putting himself uh, forward for you know uh, a, a, a huge. A huge amount of praise this year. Um, I thought Mossy did well in the middle of the field as well. He, he you know, he was everywhere. Um, and then Darren McVitie and Garrod, and as you said already, Shawnee But I'd probably, I, I'd say, I'd, I'd be giving it to either
3: Darren McVitie or Ray Gallagher. Oh, another man we haven't mentioned. McLaughlin had a good game. Yeah, he did. McLaughlin a handled yeah. an awful lot of ball. Well, Donald
0: game. Kingston, or sorry, not Donald Kingston, Paul Kingston, it was one of their danger men. McLaughlin was tailored with Mark, Mark and him. I thought he'd done an excellent job uh, of, of doing that but uh, as you say going forward McLaughlin offers you so so much more mm-hmm. again Paul Faulkner coming up and, and creating that chance he hit it just wide but I think got into that scoring position again for me though you, there, there was a lot of very very big performances Garode McKernan would have to get the nod for me again though because at the end of the day every team that we play now is putting man markers on Garod McKiernan they're trying to stifle him they're trying to stop him from playing they're, they're holding him they're pulling him they're dragging him and it doesn't seem to stop him he's scoring off left foot he's scoring off right foot and he's supplying ball he's it, on that centre half forward position he can play as both a midfielder and an attacker and it's, it makes your diamond tr- four very very strong that we can compete with anybody in the middle court for kickouts for long ball and he's got the engine as well that he goes and he works and he tackles so Garod McKiernan was have to get the nod for me again. I, I I just think he's been absolutely phenomenal. But I was I was very, very impressed. A couple of things and, and we'll run these with you boys Firstly, Cavan's ability to move the ball at speed from either a free or from a crowded area. We got the goal coming from a very quick ball from Liam Buchanan into Park Faulkner who gave it to Shani Johnson. We got a point from Connor Minor, where David Givney, in a very crowded area gave a lovely 50-yard crossfield ball to Minor, who sent it over the bar. We got a point from Mossy Cor when Dara McVitie gave a very quick free after winning a kick out in front of him. A kick pass 30 yards to Mossy Cor to run on and, and get his point. Our kicking was Absolutely excellent today. I yeah,
3: it was. And uh, even our hand passing was really good. It, it looked to me as something that, w- that was worked on. A lot of hand passes were right into the path of the player, didn't have to slow up. But what I thought was very interesting as well, and you'll know this, Mickey, from, from soccer. You know they talk about working the triangles where you give it to a man, you go and you get it again and mm-hmm. it creates a triangle. I thought Calvin really worked away out of trouble a lot. By, by so A player got the ball, he was bottled up, he gave a hand pass, he was gone, nobody can stop him because it's a black card now. He was gone, they worked those little triangles and they worked the ball up the field in groups. Is that, that, Tom- was that Tommy
0: Carr tactics? Did we see that on RTE, the triangles? Was that Tommy uh, Carr uh, last it was year? Shane Corn? I think. Shane Corn. Shane Corn's triangles. Yeah,
1: yeah, it, it, it was funny because... Um, uh, there was a few times that Leash actually put the Calvin defence under pressure and, and pushed up on them and turned them back. But as you said, they did do these little triangles and it was giving the ball back and making just running into the space. And all of a sudden, the whole field was opened up just by one player running into space. Um, one thing I wanted to comment on as well is today, on, on I'd say up until the last 12 or 14 minutes, Calvin had four forwards at all times, two in the half forward line and two in the full forward line. I can't remember at any stage where they actually pushed a load of players into the defence and at one stage uh, in the second half, there was only three defenders inside the 45 and everybody was from the midfield up uh, because everybody had joined the attack. I think it was at the time that myself and yourself looked, I think it was Keane Mackey that was coming out with the ball and there was five lads running like in a in a triangle, mm, ahead that's
0: of right, him, Yeah, trying to get forward, trying to get ahead of the ball, trying to get uh, put the least. You the mentioned bracket, uh, you mentioned Key and Mackie there, uh, Mickey. Uh, just looking at the bench, the substitutes that come on, Key and Mackie, Niall, Murray, Rory, Dunn Eugene Keaton, and Jack Brady. I thought was absolutely brilliant as an inside man, a corner forward, a poacher, a scorer and threat all the time. There, I thought he really lit it up. But all the substitutes made an impact. Eugene Keaton won a lot of ball. Quite wasteful, but maybe the breakaway meant his shooting was a wee bit off. But Keaton, Keaton, like, look at—we need, we're going to need the likes of him back, whether it be as a, an impact sub or a starter. You need big, powerful man so that I can win bit ball. Bit like, I'm him. a
3: little bit worried about Ke- Keaton's I don't form. think it's
1: suiting Yeah, I don't think it's certain to be a, an impact sub. I don't think that'll be a, a Eugene Keaton thing. And as you said, you know, his form. At the uh, yeah,
3: far, he he has been very slow. But in fairness, him and Givney were both rusty when they came back. But you could tell nearly from the first game that Givney was a little bit ahead of him. He was a, that little bit sharper. And then Givney got the extra games and, and got up to, to full match speed. Yeah. Keating went backwards because he missed games. And he's back where he started now. He did kick a couple of horrendous wides when he came on. But, I mean, we know how good a player he is. But, you know, that's something they're going to need to work on, get him up to speed. Because it, that was a championship match there. And you're up against probably a better team than leash um, And you throw in Keating, you're going to need a little bit more out of him
0: yeah Jack Brady's two
3: points ah magic I thought he was brilliant fair play to him he's persevered and you know Jack Brady's got a bit of guff from the terraces and stuff over the last mm. couple of years as well Like it was, it was tough he was playing up front on a team with maybe two forwards at times and it w- it was tough other fellas quit the panel or d- dropped away lost their place Jack Brady kept plugging away and I saw him last Sunday in Virginia against Kingscourt and he was brilliant he scored one four from play and he followed it up there. He's got his confidence back. And like, he's a proven footballer. Like, he's a great footballer if, when his confidence is there. Yeah,
0: without a doubt. Uh, Mickey, Key and Mackey, we've seen a few bits of lightning turns pace from him in the second half when he came on. You know, he, he could be coming back to his best.
1: Yeah, we saw glimpses of, 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 of the old Key and Mackey there. Um, at one stage, Gerald McKiernan was uh, tearing up the pitch. And Mackey left from inside his own 45 and travelled to the far 20 metre line and it, it was crazy to see the speed of him because he just started uh, 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 the further he went the further he was getting away from the defender that was trying to catch him and that's great to see because he was able to do it for 60, 70 metres um, he he wasn't really on enough ball for me there to to see quite how how far on he is he has been injured he's coming back from injury he has been training and whatever Like so uh, you know I, I, we need him, we need him we, we, I think he's more uh, important than, than Eugene Keaton Yeah has, but the funny team. thing
3: Mickey, is uh, I, I wasn't that worried about Mackie's form um, when I looked at the stats from the mid game uh, I thought he did okay I guess the Meade game, okay he lost his place but there was, they played so well in the second half some, someone was going to lose out but I thought he was good in the McKenna Cup, he looked sharp but uh, what I'd be worried about now is Mikey's not getting these games under his bed. And what effect is that going to have on his fitness? Like, you, know, you can't beat games for fitness. and w- We need Mikey flying. And to get Mikey flying, you, need, you probably do need him playing a lot of games. And, and who do you take out
1: of that forward line to, to facilitate? To accommodate. It's,
3: di- it's difficult. I was sitting beside Brendan Crossan from the Irish News there, and he was asking me, you know, how come Mikey can't get in? I was looking at it. It's difficult. The, the only player I feel that might be slightly vulnerable is Martin Riley. Um, he hasn't mm-hmm. re- recovered his form that he showed up the last couple of years where he was Cavan's best player. He still didn't have a bad game today by any means, but his his dead ball striking is is left him at the minute, and that's probably a sign his confidence isn't where it should be.
0: Yeah, probably so agree. Probably agree with you. All right, it's it's a uh, Tom McVie was electric in the first half, yeah. and McVeady's ability to dr- to go by a player now, you know, he can dance left right, and he can then has that that acceleration for the first couple of yards to really get away from players. Like he's he's turned into a phenomenal senior footballer for Cavan. and he's a strong buckle. He's
1: so strong, like. Early in the first half, he caught a ball here early in the first half from a kick-out, from a leash kick-out. Caught the ball uh, at, at, at peak of his jump. you know, And he was moving at the time. Came down, went to break a tackle, was fouled, got up straight away, turned curled a lovely ball onto it Mossy, mossy Corr's court, yeah. chest it was just uh, like it was so beautiful to see it Mossy broke through and with the outside of his boot put it over the bar again another un- unsung hero he's like he, d- he. nobody really talks about Mossy Mossy is there week in week out playing yeah. that midfield role playing that you know doing the dogged work there in the middle of the park and, and he's been brilliant he'd br-
3: help bring on Buchanan as well because he'd be a good man to have beside Buchanan I think yeah. Buchanan's improving with every game mm-hmm. his, his ball for the goal there was serious yeah, it, it was, was brilliant absolutely Actually Class like Kieran Brady deserves to mention too before we move yeah. on because he's excellent every single day he goes out and he was excellent again today. I, I was, I very
0: quick, very quick, thirty seconds, Mickey. Sorry not to interrupt, but we, we're going to try and finish before the half hour. So uh, looking ahead to Galway, one game left. A draw is enough. And a win is is more than enough. So can Calvin get promoted? Give me thirty seconds. You take the draw, but you don't like the, the, the Calvin won't be going out to try and draw that
1: match. They'll be going out to try and win that game. I do think the Calvin will win next week. And um, the fact that they were so professional there, like that was a real professional outfit that, uh, and a job well done there today against leash Wasn't their best performance of their five this year or six, um, but still scored one goal and seventeen points. Um, and I think it'll be again. It'll be something similar next week against Galway, and I I just. I, I don't see this Calvin team losing next week. Paul?
3: Well, uh, in fact, there, there was actually a good other result for us today by, by my reading Derry. of Derry. With Derry drawn, it moves exactly. down to six, which means if we lose to Galway and, and Derry lose... Then we're tied, it goes on the head-to-head goal, I go up. But if we lose to goal in and Derry win, it goes on score difference. We have the best score difference in the, d- the division. So a defeat and a Derry win, by my reading of it, I could be wrong. But th- that makes sense. I, I, th- think you're right. I, think I think you're they, right. They were on five points coming in t- today.
0: Well, well, yeah. Look, at the, the, the table as it reads now, going in, is, is uh, Tyrone have 11 points. Cavan have eight. Galway have seven. Derry have six. Fermanagh have four. Mead have four. Oh, Galway Leash have seven. three. Galway have
1: so if Galway beat, no, be- no. If, if you said so seven. Yeah, yeah. So if they'd do, if
3: oh, they no. So if yeah. they have been beaten, that then yes. Derry, Derry might have done us a favor. As it is, though, we do need to yeah. win there. We yeah, do. Yeah, d- or d- or d- a, d- a win
0: or a draw. We just can't be beaten. So, what do you think? Will they win or draw?
3: Um, I was worried about this game to be honest, yeah. and I, I thought this game was going to be a real sticky one. But I do think they're going to have to up it a bit and cut out those mistakes. I don't think ten second half wides will be enough against Galway, but uh, yeah. Yeah, they're probably. I hope, I'd imagine they'll take it very easy this week and try and get that bit of bit of freshness back. Because I thought the zip went out of their legs a lot there in the second half, and they kind of wanted it in spite of themselves. Like Leash definitely were looking for for that goal near the end, and probably forced the goal a wee bit too much. But like, you would have to back Calvin. One thing we're forgetting to
1: mention before you finish up, Damien is is Johnson. Shawnee Johnson injury, depending on his injury as well.
0: Without a doubt, without a doubt, look we'll, we'll try and keep our eyes and ears to the ground on that Shawnee Johnson situation. Thanks very much for listening to the McAvoy Super Value uh, Post Match Show here on We Are Cavan, and please do support our advertisers at every opportunity. So on a day that seen Cavan beat Leash on a final score of one seventeen to fifteen points, Cavan now going to the final round of the Alliance National Football League uh, Division Two with the promotion well within their sights and hopefully a result of any sort against Galway will see them return to the top flight of football from Damien Dunhu, Paul Fitzpatrick and from Mickey Brennan, thanks very much for listening Brady's Arva Limited main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. you need insurance for your business why not contact the experts at bbi ireland and join the winning team situated at townhall street Cavan. for all your property farm and business needs make bbi ireland your first choice log on to bbiireland.ie or contact anthony ford or desi smith in Cavan on 049 433 1038 Check out We Are Calvin, football podcast in association with McAvoy's Supervalue Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range, in store today. Quality products at one toward the price of branded labels. McAvoy's Supervalue Virginia. Supporting local. Club V is Calvin's best over 21's entertainment venue. With state-of-the-art lighting and sound system, VIP room with bar, as well as a cocktail bar. Outdoor heated and fully seated smoking area so you can sit, relax and take time to catch up with friends. Club V opens every Saturday night and on holiday Sunday at 11pm. To find out more about Club V and our upcoming events, follow us on Twitter or become a fan on Facebook. Club V Virginia at the Riverfront Hotel.
2: Imagine your wedding day with unparalleled